The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Here we are on Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll, and it is Friday. So that means it's time for the Duff McKagan joke of the week. Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan calling you. Hey, listen, today I learned if you turn over a canoe, you can wear it as a hat. Yeah, because it's capsized. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> Uh, Duff brings the laughs sometimes. I don't know if I like that one or not, but it's pretty funny. But uh, check out GunsNRoses.com for all future touring info. What a great run they had this summer. It was awesome to see Duff, even if it was from uh, hundreds of yards away. But uh, Fozzie Save the World Tour was also another great run. We wrapped up uh, our most successful tour of the States ever. But we're ready for our next run of the UK and Ireland, Northern Ireland, all those great countries there. And it's going to be another huge successful leg of the Save the World Tour. We start off on uh, Monday, November 29th in Liverpool at the Cavern Club. Of course, the historical place where the Beatles cut their teeth. We wanted to play there for historical reasons. Uh, there's still tickets available for that, but Manchester is sold out. Glasgow is sold out. Swansea is sold out. Nottingham is sold out. Only a handful of tickets left in London, Chester, Dublin. Uh, We also got Newcastle, Belfast, Birmingham, Bournemouth. Get your tickets as soon as you possibly can at FozzyRock.com, including our uh, world-famous VIP program, one of the best in the entire business, and uh, you do not want to miss out on that. And of course... We are getting ready for Chris Jericho's Rock and Wrestling Rager at sea. Uh, the triple whammy finally setting sail uh, only a week away, October 21st on Thursday. It's the vacation of a lifetime. If you want to go last minute, you can still go to ChrisJerichoCruise.com and get those cabins. It's the only place you'll probably ever see Orange Jericho in action. Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho teaming up to take on Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs. Uh, Kurt Angle, Will Ospreay, Rock and Roll Express, Dean Malenko, Billy Gunn, Britt Baker, Lance Archer, uh, The Gun Club, Cole Cabana, Chris Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, uh, Wardlow, Sean Spears, uh, Jamie Hayter, the list goes on and on and on. Brad Williams, Medusa, Striper, Crowbot, Quarantine, Fozzie, Rubik's Cube, Secret Saints, uh, Nocturnal Affair, Paradise Kitty, Dave Spivak Project. Just get to ChrisJerichoCruise.com and book your cabin before it's too late. And also, right here, 
It wasn't too late to wrestle Juventud Guerrera again after almost uh, over 20 years a few months back on Dynamite. And Juvie makes his talk as Jericho debut today. Talk about the match we had on Dynamite as part of the five labors of Jericho. Juvie was labor number three. You'll hear how it all came together and what it took to get Juvie to Jacksonville. He almost missed the show. He talks about what it was being, uh, what it was like being back on national TV and TV again in general after all these years. And of course, we talked about the first time we met in EC the matches we had in WCW and why and how it ended. He had a short run at WWF. We'll tell some stories from that. You hear where Hoovy Juice came from and the story behind the Mexicools gimmick in WWE. Of course, the Filthy Animals. He talks about his friendship with Psychosis, all his great matches with Rey Mysterio, his love of Lucha Libre and wrestling in general. Lots of great stories with Juventud Guerrera. Hoovy Juice right here on Talk is Jericho. So uh, it was a really special night tonight for the first time in, I think, 22 years. I got to wrestle against Juventud Guerrera. And it might have even been the first time in 22 years that I've even seen you. Yeah, that's that's, that's correct. You know, I think. <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, I know. I know. It's such a long time, Chris. Because you worked in, w- in WWE for a while. But, but I, I didn't see you. I don't think I saw you. Yeah, no, I was no, gone maybe. No, or maybe no. different shows or something. Or Yeah, that was so weird. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how I come. And actually, I was just six months in, in it. In oh, the, right, right, right. Like, not even that. that was so it was very cool. quick. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. But it was, it was interesting when we were doing this Five Labors of Jericho. And we wanted to... The original idea was to do each member of the Pinnacle. Yeah, which would be Spears and then uh, Dax and then Cash and then Wardlow and then Max and then we thought well, maybe we should switch it up a bit and Max suggested Nick Gage and I just had heard about him so that was one and then the other one we're thinking well, who could the other one be we should try somebody that nobody has seen for a while in the who was to get suggested UK uh, Cage who was that who suggested you that uh, 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 MJF okay, okay yeah so it. and I and I just. Uh, had narrated the show yeah, yeah. of Dark Side of the Ring, so I kind of heard of this guy. Yeah. And then, so we were trying to think who could the third one be, and we had a couple different ideas. And then suddenly, I think I said, "Well, Hooventude might be good because I don't know why I thought about you, but right. it just was a, a perfect uh, position because it's somebody that people knew, but we haven't seen for such a long time." Right. So that's kind of awesome. So what did you think when I started asking you questions about things? Oh well, obviously I wanted to do like a, a running back to a major company, right? Right. So, so I was like really looking forward to find the right moment, the right spot, in in, in the right position. And I'm not like it's very difficult for 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 I guess for everyone to ask somebody for help, you know, mm-hmm. more in this business, right? Because it's like everybody's so busy, and I don't take it personally. I just think it's very difficult to do so mm-hmm. because I'm a wrestler too. Yeah. So when when somebody asked me uh, that, I was in a long time ago. I was in in the right position to do so because I was already just fighting with my own demons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Eddie says, so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so I was like. It, 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 that's why I was like, okay, well, and uh, I was just very trying to be healthy, not to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, in this business, it's very difficult not to get, to be like healthy and mm-hmm. and not to and not to get over crazy. You know, because right. I think I think all wrestlers are crazy. As soon mm-hmm. as you become a wrestler, you're a little bit uh, 
out of your mind, right? <laughs> yeah. To take so many bombs, to take so many, yeah. you know, yeah. punishment. Yeah. To be on the road and, and all of that, leave your family and stuff like that. So, you know, I think uh, it was it was uh, the right moment. I always was like, damn, so happy when I see your success here in mm-hmm. AEW and and I was messaging you to tell you, you know, how, how, how happy I am or how grateful I am. I was, so I, I am still, you know, to be part of of, uh, of this rivalry. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then suddenly you told me, oh, I think there's a spot where you can. Well, I started in. asking you a couple of questions, like, "Hey, do you have any recent matches, like new matches or something?" Yeah, I didn't yeah. tell you right away. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, you know, the business, you're probably yeah. thinking, "Okay, why is he asking me these yeah, questions?" Yeah, 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 yeah. But when, because I, I actually remember, so two years ago, the first time uh, MJF and I ever did a face-to-face promo, right? It was in Nashville. Right. And we were kind of going back and forth, and I needed some kind of a of a joke or some kind of a, a jab at him. Right. So I couldn't think of anything. So I called Brian Gewertz. Remember Brian Gewertz from WWE? Yeah, yeah. He's one of the writers, but now he's The Rock's like okay. top producer, and he writes The Rock's like Oscar okay. presentation speeches. So I said, Brian, do you have any jokes about MJF? And he said, Well, how about? You know, while when when you were uh, maybe your parents were watching me beat Juventud Guerrera <laughs> and they got horny and they had sex and then you popped out, so they started chanting Hoovy, right? And then just off the fly, I said, "Well, Google it," right? And I so think you didn't you didn't plan that. The well, I, pl- I planned the Hoovy, okay. But when they were chanting his name, that's why I just said Google it. Like you don't know if you right, don't know right, him, right, yeah, Google right. the name. That was so weird because because you say. Actually, they didn't say Hoovy, right? You, you, I, I said Juventud Guerrero, and, and yeah, they started exactly. chanting Hoovy. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then MJF was like, who the hell is Hoovy? It was like <laughs> meant to be. I don't know. It was like. And then right away, you. you started texting and then yeah. you're making challenges. Exactly. So, so we, we always thought, well, maybe sometime right. we can do something with, with Hoovy. Right. And that's why when this came up, MJF and I were writing this and we're like, right. what about Hoovy? Because like, we mentioned him two years ago. Right. So that fits. Right. And you and I had so many matches together, a, a great rivalry right. 20 years ago. Right. Nobody has seen you for a while. And I was thinking, this is perfect. People that know you will be excited. People that don't will hear about it. And that's where it all just came, kind of came together. Exactly. Yeah. And then we had to try and figure out, like, do you have a visa? And then help you legally. And all People that. don't even know what they we don't went know. through. They I don't mean, know. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was crazy the last couple of months, right? Yeah. It, was, <laughs> yeah. it, was like, it was pretty. And then it was like, a, my, my, my girlfriend is like, a, this is like a rock story, you know? Mm. You get another chance in a major, in a major state. With a major rivalry, maybe perhaps you major rivalry that you have in your career, and um, and I haven't been like constantly like I was before, you know, like working every week to mm. train some week. And I still training, and I and I and I like I was telling you in the locker room, I I do different type of training right now, and and that kind of keep me healthy, alive, and, and focused. Mm. You know, I was sending you videos from from the training with yeah. my boys in Mexico. And, uh, but yeah, that was a big challenge, bro. I mean, like, really, that was a big challenge for me to be like back in a, on TV, live TV and stuff like that. Sure. Because right? you know? I was saying to, to Aubrey, the referee, I said, just make sure you tell us the times. Because I said, Hoovy's done lots of live TV, but I don't know how long it's been 
since yeah. he has been on live TV, and it's a different <laughs> it's a different situation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was funny too because, um, like, people like like the uh, the two weeks before when MJF announced Nick Gage, then Nick Gage comes out on the stage, and then I was like, oh, it'd be great if we could get Hoovy to come out. But the visa wasn't ready on time, so we were trying to figure out. And some people were like, "I think people really wanted to see Hoovy." Well, so oh, did that we, would have been great. Yeah, but we couldn't. We couldn't get the visa done. Yeah, before exactly. this date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that would have been like a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Everything I think is happening for a reason because my my custom gear wasn't like ready. Mm. And then if I would have come at that date, they would have sent me. I would have. It, they would have emailed me the the custom, but mm. I, I guarantee you the custom would have so, fit me there. You know, it <laughs> yeah. would have been like like so weird. Instead of looking good, I, yeah. I, I would be so concerned about um. Oh, this is not. Well, people haven't seen me. you in so long. You want yeah, to look like exactly. like Hoover Tiger, right? Exactly, right? like with something good, right? With something yeah. real juicy. <laughs> Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Let's go back to when you and I first met, which is when I first heard of you in the States, and I think that was ECW. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think Oscar, oh, sorry, I always say Oscar. You know who Oscar yeah, is. Ray it's Mysterio. not a big deal, Ray Mysterio. I, I think Ray was in ECW first, and then you might have come in after, but then yeah. you stayed longer in ECW after he yeah. had left, correct? Yeah. Psychosis got hurt. Mm. So so I was started having good matches with Ray. And, and Conan is like, well, who else can we bring? So he called me, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I jump in, and then uh, he liked the first. They liked the first match, so they brought me for a, for a two nights in a row. Remember mm-hmm. that was at Philadelphia and in uh, uh, New York, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's how I met you. Right? I mean, like, yeah, I remember. But, but but I think we met before in Japan. I think the first time we met it was in Japan Maybe. with Antonio Peña with Triple A. For war, okay, yeah, for war. Were you working with WAR? Because that didn't happen till after we no, knew no, each other. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, that was my first time. I only worked one time with them. You already working with them? Yes, quite yes, a few yes, times. yes, yes. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So we knew each other from War, which was ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, exactly. and then ninety six, I think, was ECW. ECW, exactly. Yeah, yeah. because you were were, uh, and this is, it's something that I say, like for example, like Metallica. Right. Now Metallica plays uh, on the radio and they play in the sports arena. But when they first came out, nobody f- played like Metallica. Yeah, and now like, so many bands do. Yeah, yeah. When I first saw Ray and Psychosis and then and then Juventud Guerrera, yeah. nobody wrestled like you three. Maybe there right. was more in Mexico, but for for me, yeah, you three guys were the first guys to really bring Lucha Libre into the states, which right. now so. Excuse me. So many guys do, but in right. 1994, 95, yeah. it was you three. Yeah, is that true? Were you yeah. the, kind of the three pioneers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, very blessed, very very grateful for it. Yeah, yeah. So, what did you think at first when you came to ECW? What was your uh, uh, thought of this this company? And what it was like? I think uh, wrestling is basically, you know, 
we, it's always a challenge, right? It's always yeah. a challenge. You always want to be someone. You always want to compare yourself with someone. And I remember it, Antonio Peña say it, say this. It's like I don't I don't know if you remember. He said like, he's like, oh Jericho, you you're the next uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> <laughs> and you're laughing. You're like, yeah. no no no, sir, no. no. Yeah, yeah. And then, then I was telling my my girlfriend about this, and it's like I think you overcome now uh, mm -hmm. uh, Shawn Michaels. I oh, think it's like I think it's like it's it's great, you know how. how And that's come from the question you were asking me. You yeah. know, I mean, it, it, this is like a dream come true. You know, it, it's, it's uh, when I was uh, in ECW, I remember uh, we never, I never ride a limousine, so they picked me, <laughs> they picked me up. What they picked you up in a limousine? In a limousine, and check this out, uh, Sabu <laughs> and and, uh, and um, uh, Chris Benoit, ex-wife. Oh, Nancy. Uh, Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy Sullivan. We opened the limousine. We were like, Ray and myself, we were like, oh my God, it's just awesome. <laughs> we were like so happy. And then we opened the door and then we saw Sabu and Nancy. We were like more in shock, you know? It was like me and Ray here and they in front of us, like like super cool. You know, you know, you know, you know them. They were yeah, super course. cool, yes. super friendly, just, just, just right at the back, just being uh, amazing with us. And, and this is the people that we were watching, you know, because we used to live together, Ray and myself, oh. along with Psychosis, at this time, at this point. My father... You three guys lived together? Lived together, <laughs> almost for two years in Mexico. So, so you said your father what? Um, I, I, I don't have, I didn't have a good relation with uh -huh. him. So Because he, like, he was a wrestler too. Yeah, he was a Yeah, for right? a yeah. yeah. So uh, I decided to go with them and, and we were just you know, having a blast as, <laughs> as, a, as a teenagers. And plus with the wrestling industry, even, 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 even better. I don't want to say worse, <laughs> <You know? laughs> even better. But uh, we were, we were just watching videos from Liger, from um, uh, Eddie, from Benoit, from, from you guys mm -hmm. when ECW started off. So, and then, and then we're like already in the limousine with, with this two, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful people we were like oh my god you know and, 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 and you don't get me wrong i mean like ecw was one of the coolest and best locker rooms ever mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know it was a great family you know and everybody you know just were happy to be there and every match you know you came after the match and everybody were just clapping and oh that was a great match and mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was a great atmosphere so what what does the name i think a lot of people always wondered What does Juventud Guerrero's warrior, right? Right. So, what does Juventud mean? Jung, Jung, or young, young, yeah, like a like a young warrior, young warrior, yeah. Ah, so because because Hoven, yeah, is young, yeah, exactly. But what is Juventud like? Juventud, Hoven is because um, Hoven is young, right? Yeah, yeah. Juventud is like when you are. Uh, when you're a teenager, basically. Yeah, I gotcha. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit like older a, than, than yeah. you're not a baby, but you're kind of yeah, in that like, Yeah, ah. exactly. So did you, because I remember the first time we met maybe in Japan, you spoke always pretty, I mean, you speak much better English now, but you always spoke decent English. Was right. that from school or was that from, from wrestling? It was from rock and roll bands. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Trickster, Slaughter, oh. you know, White, White Lion, all mm. those bands, you know, Tesla, all those bands. I wanted to know what they say. Mm. So I really was like really looking to and, and see what they say. And that's, that's how I started actually learning. Ah, learning. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, you know it's funny always... it's funny because everybody has their own way of learning like kevin owens is from montreal right so he only spoke french he learned english from watching jim ross and wwe right you learned from rock and roll bands i right. learned how to speak spanish from hbo the movie channel okay in mexico when i lived in mexico right. and it was uh in english but all the subtitles in spanish right so i could hear the english and read the spanish and that's how i learned how to speak <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so there's always different ways to yeah to exactly yeah. yeah 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 so so when you you came to w, uh, ecw for a short time and then right after that you went to wcw how did that happen uh, basically same story with ECW psychotic got hurt mm. and then they call me <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, and then uh, and then um, yeah and then I just kind of like people doesn't realize how um, we didn't even know how we came through or how we make that statement you know mm. we just wanted to have fun but for for a uh, Mexican luchadores a mexican wrestler to break the 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 the, I said the walls of wrestling you know the the, the 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 way of wrestling is uh become such big guys mm. you know and, and and then and then start looking at these small guys and then like uh, this small guy they're putting together real good matches with big guys medium guys and and then they just start wcw start giving us uh, match after match, and then we we were just having good matches, mm. good matches after good matches, and and uh, and yeah, that was that was it, like the 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 the, uh, the break of the of wrestling, I guess. Yeah, because because WCW was kind of doing what ECW did first and yeah, giving exactly. some of the luchadors a chance, some of the quote unquote smaller guys like Dean and Eddie and Chris and myself. Uh, and then WCW kind of took that concept. Yeah, because exactly. we all went to WCW within the same period six time. month yeah. period, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think Ray was first, and then you were right after, and I was right, right after, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So was it kind of like Conan was kind of the... the uh, Yeah, like the Godfather, right? The Godfather, I guess, uh, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, to bring yeah, you guys yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Which is so funny, because we were so f***ing young. I mean, I think you were maybe 21 or 22. Yeah, exactly. And I was 24. Five or twenty six. So here we are, just kids. Yeah, like you said, wrestling, and there's so much you can do. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit crazy. But we were very young at the right. time. How was that for you, being such a young man, living in the states? Well, you were still living in Mexico, but yeah, working yeah. in the states. I mean, how was that for you? That was something that I really wants to. Rem I remember I used to in Mexico. We didn't have cable at that time i mean how long is this i mean like we didn't even have cable so i used to go to the like a video it's called video center where you see a vhc store yeah. video, video store and i saw these wcw uh tapes and i was like i was impressed with rick flair and and, and it was great muda coming from japan mm -hmm. sting uh and and i was like i want to be there i want to be there and i put it in my head i just want to be there i want to be there and then suddenly like two years later i was already working there i was like holy mm -hmm. wow you know but that was something that i i think uh uh manifestation yeah it, man, it, yes it's 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 uh 
it's real. You made it happen. Yeah, yeah exactly. So you put that idea in into the universe, and then yeah. suddenly you have this chance. Exactly. exactly. Were you still traveling back and forth from Mexico to to? Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Every every week. Every every week. Yeah. Wow. But I remember. I mean, you remember we used to work like four times a week. So. That was sometimes weeks, and then pay-per-view, we were like, all the house shows, all the TVs, and then the pay-per-views. And then I was like, one time, like, uh, not going home for maybe two months. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, it was, was it, I can even tell you, because I just was looking at it in the book that I wrote recently. We used to do 10 days on, right. then I think it was three days off, Yeah. then four days on, then three days off, then right. 10 days on. Yeah. That was our schedule every month. Exactly. And then on top of that, in the beginning, we were still working in Mexico. Oh. So that was like nonstop for us, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. And then, and then WCW was like, well, you guys got to stop working in Mexico. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember uh, when we would work in Orlando for the dude that was called WCW Worldwide? Right. But they put, I don't know how many of us there was, maybe 100 guys or 150 guys. And we would just be in Orlando for two weeks, yeah, working at this Universal Studios. Yeah, three shows a three day. Three shows right? a day uh, in the morning. We got to yeah, be yeah. there like eight, nine in the morning. I think wow, it was nine a.m. I think there might have been three or four, but nine a.m., eleven a.m., one a.m. and three, three, yeah. one p.m. and three p.m. But then we would all just go out to downtown Disney. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, and you'd stay yeah. up all night, and then you'd oh. I got to be at work at 8.30 and yeah, at 6 yeah. in the morning. But do you remember just how crazy and how much fun that was? Because we were all in the same area for like two weeks. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That was like, a, you know, like a living a rock side life. Yeah, totally. That was totally. awesome. Now, where did you stay? Because we used to stay in that Pineapple Pete's. Remember that area? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember yeah. going to the the disco bar, eight tracks and all that? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome, man. That we was really cool. Because every time they were going to the club, the fans that were there, so yeah. they were like, you know, chanting our names, so, you know, just being cool with us. That was great. We uh, we went uh, jet skiing the yeah, one exactly. time, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another time when you and I were in a car and we passed a cop. We were speeding, <laughs> so I pulled off on the side road and tried to drive through the woods to get away. <laughs> <laughs> you used to drive along with uh, Disco Inferno, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. We yes. were the Mexicans, you were driving with Disco. So you guys would always drive as, as the Mexicans together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because there was a lot of times, I remember when Dean and I would have to work, uh, and they would put us on first because the Mexicans are late, how long do you want us to go until the Mexicans get here? And sometimes it'd be 30, 40 minutes. What, tell us about some of those stories. Who would travel together and why were you guys always so late? Wow, bro, yeah. I remember one time we were like really late on TV, mm. right? And then it's like, and then like, oh, you gotta go. Like no time for, 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 for nothing. Just go, go, go there. But we we were still rocking the show. We were still like doing something crazy. That was unbelievable. That was one time I was so tired, and then I was like on the, on the you know the the boxes of uh, productions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Before yeah. you go, yeah, know. the road cases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was there waiting for me, and then suddenly I just fall asleep for it. Like a, you you feel like a, oh. Falling asleep, and then my music came out there. Oh, you gotta go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I remember that time I wrestled uh, Bijano, and then we, we have a killer match. And I was like, oh my God. I remember another time somebody got hurt, and you were, uh, and you were like, uh, 
checking to see how the guy was. It was it was a Mexican guy, and your music was playing. And I remember I was like, "Hoovy, you got to go to the ring." And you were saying something, but I was like, "You can't help him. You got to go to the ring." And you were like, said something. I was like, "You got to go to the ring." And you're like, "No, he's got my boots on." <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "I don't oh, give a f- how he's God. feeling. I oh, need his, I need God. my boots to go yeah, to the ring. <laughs> I, I gotta get my boots." <laughs> Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So who did you work with quite a bit back in that time frame uh, in WCW? Well, um, uh, obviously you were great. Kidman. Kidman ah, was great, yeah. yeah. We used to say that you and Kidman had the best of 257. <laughs> <laughs> you kept working over and over yeah, and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was a great rival for you yeah, as well. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened with him. You know, I wish he... Uh, he couldn't take it like us, bro. He's not a big man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he became part of the WWE uh, behind the scenes as right, the timer right. yeah. for the shows and that sort of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah, that was funny because when I was there, I'd never seen him. Oh, on so, yeah. WWE, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's very much there's hiding a yeah, lot, right? Yeah. yeah. So, did you ever work with anybody that wasn't kind of like uh, in the cruiserweight era? Did you ever work with a Booker T or any of these types of guys? I had, uh, I remember I, I was. They tried to do a little like a rivalry with uh, Prince Ayakea. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just watching this video, and then it's like, and then he wore this really nice cape or, or wardrobe, and yeah. then I was like, oh, that that thing is beautiful, but he sucks as a wrestler. <laughs> I listened to myself just like a two weeks ago. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you. Oh, you were that. saying this, yeah? I can't believe you say that, Juvie. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, because you I was outrageous in, you know, as a commentator. Oh, you were a comment. You, yeah, oh man, yeah. do you remember tell us some of your favorite lines from the commentator? Well, that was one of the favorites, <laughs> and then another one when I was like, oh, he's full of juice. I read Lex Luger, right? And then everybody just popped in the back. <laughs> That was awesome. Where did you come up with the idea for Juicy and Too Juicy and The Juice? Well, everything started from Cuban to nobody could say it. Right. right? It right. Like everybody would be, it were like, it, 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 it sounds stupid. How do they say it? Mm. So somehow, some way, somebody just started calling me Hoobie, like a short, short name yeah, of Hoobie, Hoobie yeah. too, right? And then from Hoobie, I think Conan was the guy who said Hoobie Juice. And then Hoovy Juice. Oh, and he said, give me some of that Hoovy Juice. Yeah, like, exactly. Conan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me some of that Hoovy Juice. And then from the, and then from the, from the, give me some of that Hoovy Juice, <laughs> the juice came along. Right, right, right. And then The Rock was doing his, The Rock's name, right? Right, yeah, the yeah. The Rock. And then it's like, oh, you got to be The Juice. And then later on, it was like, you know, The Imitator. Yeah compared to him right we, we used to laugh because you had the you had the tights it was, it's it was supposed to say too juicy right but it was like j-u-i then there was a two yeah then c-y so yeah. it was like jutusi <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i was just always trying to be uh juicy as hell you know <laughs> 
whose idea was it for you to be on commentary? Because that was a funny... I, that was Jim Russo, I think. Uh, Vince Russo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he knew you would say whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I was like... And then I got hurt. I got hurt working with Liger for the championship, the IWGP. In Japan? No, in, 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 the, in WCW. Oh. So I remember... Uh, I did this springboard, and then I was like, oh, for sure he's gonna catch me, no problem. And then I, I springboard, and I dive like a quebrada in Acapulco, right? S- open my arm, and then he like literally, he, literally he just moved out of the way. Oh, yeah. So I just land like flat, and my elbow <laughs> pop. And then, uh, and then I continue the match, and I finish the match, and I gotta break a tequila, bo- a tequila bottle of tequila on, on his head. Mm-hmm. And that's how I finished, and then I, I became. And that was actually something really good for my career because I became the first Mexican, full Mexican ah, IWGP, uh, IWGP Junior. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, champion. I was like, uh, I couldn't believe it. But I think I uh, like, I don't know, I remember um, uh, Anna Anderson, and he was like, oh, he didn't want to do the job. He didn't want to, he, mm. he was like, and he got mad. The office got mad with Liga, and they, I don't think they, 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 they brought him back. Mm. Probably, I, yeah. I remember that though on commentary one time you were watching a Liger match. You said he's a, he doesn't know how to catch anybody. He's a terrible <laughs> catcher. <laughs> Let's talk about something that's very interesting to me, um, uh, and I know that that you've spoken about it before, but I don't think we've ever really spoken about it. And this is when we had the match at uh, Super Brawl, I think, in February of two thousand, uh, February of ninety-eight, where I, I, if I beat you, I, I, I get your mask. And this was the point in time when Eric Bischoff was deciding Mexicans should not have masks, and you right. lost yours, and remember even Ray right, lost yeah. his. So obviously the mask is so much a part of the Mexican culture, right. especially then. 25 years ago, he's even more important. So how was that uh, pitched to you, and how did you feel about that at the time? That was shocking. That mm. was shocking because I, I, when I start my career, like uh, every every wrestler, I guess that's why we feel, you don't want to lose your mask. You always want to have it, right? My dad still has it. Mm. So for me to lose it and to be like in this position to be losing the mask, it wasn't something that I really want to do to do so. You know what I mean? But in a way, something was telling me, yeah, maybe you can do it. You know, maybe you, you I don't know. And I was just, I was just happy to be there, and I just don't, you know, I don't, uh, I just, I just went with the flow, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I, but, but yeah, that was shocking. I, di- I didn't know how the people were gonna respond, or how do they, go, how they gonna feel about me, you know? And, and, uh, cause I always, you know, try to to look good and give a good, a good, uh, uh, a good look and stuff like that. But when you have a mask and you don't know how. Yeah, you're a little bit shy, you know? And it's like, I didn't even know. I didn't even, when you see, when you took my mask, it, it was perfect. I remember it was perfect because I was trying to pull the mask little by little. We didn't have this planet. And then you just take, you just came and took it away. <laughs> that was perfect. And then, and then little by little, I started to show my face. Because yeah, your hair, I remember you yeah. put your hair in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because you had such long hair. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I looked straight to the camera. And then, and then I was like, "Well, this is me." And then I went into the, in the into the corner, and then I pulled my hair out, outside uh, out, and then I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. this is me, right?" And then, and then, yeah. So, how did you feel like looking back on it? 
did taking the mask off. I got, I got a question, Chris, sure. because I always, I always was wondering, because I know that, so that was actually um, um, Eric Bishop, but you had something to do to do it with you, or who was the idea? To lose oh, no. it with you? No, it wasn't me at all. Oh. I had I had no power, oh, really, no anything at that point in time. Because I remember you and I worked many, many times, and uh, like I said, Eric went had through this idea that the luchadors should lose their mask, and then you were a handsome guy, still are a handsome guy, and they, because I remember I was like, if he's going to take his mask off, I'm going to start saying that he's super ugly, and that when he takes his mask off, people are going to go, this guy's good looking yeah yeah. and i remember because I, I understood the mexican culture better than anybody that wasn't right. actually mexican because i worked there right and i remember thinking well, if he has to lose his mask then what can i do to kind of help this because i have to take and i'm the heel and you're the baby face so i'll just start saying he looks like quasimodo quasi juice he's, he's the hunchback <laughs> in notre dame uh, yeah and that way when you take your mask off it's like well fuck this guy's a good looking guy and that's kind of why i was doing that yeah but but i was never really asked or right. consulted. It was just like we were working and then something was like, okay, so you're going to have this mask match with Hoovy and you're going to take his mask. And I was like, really? Yes, that's what Eric wants. And I was like, okay. So I didn't have anything to do with it. Okay. Um, and, and listen, we're just doing what we're told. And you know, I ask you this. Yeah, I ask you this because I always in my in my head, I was like, because I remember the, the office always kind of like, listen to you and, and 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 see what was your point of view or you were like always like uh every everything that they wanted to do with you was pretty much success you know yeah well that's a, that's in, that's cool that you notice that but i mean now here in AEW, obviously right. as you and even in wwe for years as you grow yeah, up exactly, the ladder exactly. you have a lot of influence exactly but then I, I wasn't getting asked anything about, hey. It was just more organic. It was more organic. Like, here's what we're going to do. Right. We want you to do this. We think it'll be a good match and a good draw for the pay-per-view. Right. And so then it's like, okay, so how can I do this? So that's kind of what it was. But I I was never asked, like, do you want to do this? And I certainly never went, hey, I want to take Goofy's mask. <laughs> I wasn't at that level. Right, you know, right, had, right, had, right. I, had I been at that level, maybe I would have. But yeah. I didn't. But let me ask you a question now that that once you took it off, did that help your popularity? Were you more popular with the mask in WCW or without the mask in WCW, in your opinion? I think uh, a little bit of both. Uh, that was really interesting because I have uh, like now this new uh, gimmick with the juice without the mask. And I think uh, really uh, people started to like it a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my personality without the mask, you know, the charisma and stuff like that. So uh, I, I think it was, yes, a little bit better without the mask. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, You know, I understood Eric's viewpoint, just like I understood Vince McMahon's viewpoint years later when I worked with, with Ray and I wanted to take his mask. And Vince is like, who cares about his mask? I'm like, well, it's his whole lineage and it's his whole family's legend and yeah. kids buy the mask. And he was like, ah, nobody cares. I think guys in these states... Yeah. Don't understand just how important the mask is. Having said that, I think Eric is thinking, here's a good-looking guy. He's got good fire. He's got good facials. Why are we covering up his face with the mask? Right. So it's almost like, okay, now you're in... Like when I went to Mexico, I never understood the Australia. 
Right. You know, you throw two guys together, they fall down, yeah. and you start rowing their legs like a rowboat, <laughs> and then a guy happens to get hurricane rounded in the middle. I was like, I don't understand this, but it's Mexico. And it works. It, it works. works. Yeah. And I think that was the idea, take the mask off. And let's right. see your face because that's where the money lies. Right. So I kind of understood his his point of view about that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So you stayed in WCW for, for quite a long time because I left in, in 98 and you were there all the way through with, I think it was like filthy animals and yeah. all these types of things. So did how did you enjoy your overall time in WCW? Because you were there for probably, I don't know, six years? Yeah, probably. Did you live in Mexico the whole time you were in I'll, 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 uh, By the end of, in between 99, 2000, I was uh, living in in, uh, in San Diego for quite a bit, maybe for a year. Because it was like difficult to start going back and forth, yeah. back and forth. So so I decided to stay over in... Uh, in mm-hmm. And then uh, about that time, I, I got married, but my my wife didn't want to move to the to the to the u.s yeah. yeah so she wants to stay in mexico so it was a little difficult rough for me to be deciding what to do right mm-hmm. but uh yeah 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 so so as you stayed in wcw for such a long time right. how did you feel toward were you there in wcw when wcw ended uh i i, I got released a little bit before Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to release a little bit. Right, before. right, right. Yeah. This is- I always want to. I mean, like, I think what they did with uh, um, with WCW and then the angle. I think they they could have do it so much better. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how, why it didn't. I think it's just Vince just bought it, and that was kind yeah. of yeah. It's one of those things where once the one team wins, right. Because I agree, they could have built up WCW huge, but I think it was just like we won because there was yeah. such there was such a war. Yeah, exactly. Back in those days, right? Right. There really was, yeah. and I think that was just like once they won the war, they just wanted out. Right. Exactly. You know? So tell us a little bit about kind of the idea. What was, what was the filthy animals? That was you involved yeah, in that, yeah, right? Yeah. So what, tell us about that. Uh, well, like uh, we were t- we were talking about, we were just like rock and roll players, so we were like every city: Miami, Atlanta. Seattle, New York, Las Vegas. We knew the clubs, you know, and the people from the club they knew us. So they were like, you know, don't get to the VIP. Don't go to the VIP line. So I remember in Las Vegas that was the VIP line. It was like Mike Tyson. It was like a, a road man. It was, it was and, then, and then us, and then the filthy animals, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like. Oh, it's amazing, bro. Can you imagine just a BAP line? I yeah. mean, like, you know. You're in it. Yeah, you're in it, right? <laughs> that was tremendous. And that was you, Kidman. Conan. Conan. Ray, Ray. obviously. I don't think Tychosis hang out with a lot with okay. us a lot. Yeah. Nietzsche's different. He's yeah, more, Nietzsche, he's more yeah, quiet, yeah, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's crazy, but it's yeah. a little bit odd. <laughs> yeah. Did you work a lot with, with Ray in WCW? Or were you guys kind of always together? Um, what do you mean? I mean, like, like wrestle against him. 
Oh, against uh, Psychosis. No, no, against Rey Mysterio. Against which other? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In WCW, yeah. Gotcha. All, 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 yeah. I didn't know if you guys were always partners or against each other. No, we do a lot of against each other. Did yeah. you prefer working against Ray or working against Psychosis? Uh, good question. I don't know. I think uh, I think we have more similarity mm. with uh, with Ray. Mm. But uh, but when I was working with Icosis, I like it even better because he was my base. You know, he's I, the base. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like looking better, right? Yeah. And with Ray, I was making him look better. Yeah, you know right, right, I mean? right, right, right. Because you had yeah. similar styles, like yeah, you said. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I was the heel, so he gotta go pretty much all the time over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things that I like about AEW now with the with the. Like a, the boxing, how you call it when uh, oh, rankings, rankings, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, there's a number one ranking, number two ranked, or whatever. But be. before, like, never, nobody ever cared about yeah. about it, right? What do you think about that? Like, what do you I mean, that's one of the things that we do in W in uh, AEW that makes it different from WWE. And Tony Khan is very much. Uh, in English, is analytics. He studies the okay, details. Okay. Analytics, yeah. So it just makes sense to have the rankings. And sometimes the rankings get a little bit like, well, who's number, whatever. But he knows right. who's who and where everybody is. And it just it makes it different from other wrestling companies. Yeah, which exactly. is very important. Oh to yeah, do. yeah, yeah, exactly. You More know? when you're like starting off and want to be different. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. And we've done a good job of that. Like. Bringing in Hoovy. Like, if you weren't under contract in right. WWE, you never would be here. Yeah. But we do that because it keeps it fresh and keeps it exciting right. for everybody watching. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. So let's talk about, about, about your WWF experience, WWE experience. You said you were only there for like a six-month period, but how did you end up there? Now, same thing, Sikosis got hurt? <laughs> no. Uh, well... I got uh, released maybe almost 2001 in, in WCW. And then from 2001, 2002, 2003, I got my first tryout in WWE. And people were like, why do they give you a tryout? You're already like, <laughs> right. yeah, you're already like yeah. having a name and, and stuff like that. But I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, I just want to, I just want to have another shot, right? I just yeah. want to be like again on the major leagues. So I was like, okay, I, I guess I don't. And that's one of the things that I pe a lot of people is, is like, they always say, oh, Hoobie is very picky. It's like, it's bitching about everything. And I, I, I don't think I was ever like that, you know? I don't think I ever was like that with you, like saying, oh, I don't want to lose with you, you know? I don't ever remember that. Yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and, but you know, internet is very bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, no, I'm not like that. I'm like, just want to have a. I just want to have a job. I just want to have right. fun. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I did this tryout, and then uh, I remember um, after the match or the little match that I had, it was pretty good, and everybody was clapping, and then uh, and then I was like, oh yes, I think they, they they're gonna call me. <laughs> they never called ah. me. <laughs> so the passing of the year, and then another year, and then it's like, oh, I was kind of like. Losing my hopes, right? Yeah. I was like, what the hell is happening? I don't know why, you know? It's yeah. like, but you know, 
you know, WWE was like so different than WCW. I mean, it was like, I guess they, they never liked the small guys. And, mm -hmm. and if it was, it, if it was one maybe small guy, maybe it was just Ray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. just one spot, right? Yeah. Not two or three or And you or can four. even see the way that Ray is booked. Yeah, exactly. That it's not the priority, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. So I was like, okay, well, just just hold the horses. And then it's like, and then I was just trying to be um, in contact with them. Uh, Johnny Ace, it was like the general manager. And then it's, and then uh, I was in Japan working for Noah. Or I was, I don't, I don't think it was Noah. Somebody, somebody one of some the other companies, companies so yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna be there. And then it's like, okay, you know what? Um, um, come to the show. And then I went to the show. And then uh, and then I saw super crazy there too. I was like, oh, do they call you too? And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, well, let's go. This is, and then we have a chat again inside the inside the arena. And then I saw Ray. Ray was got a match with uh, Kurt Angle. And then I was like, wow, just I just want to be here. And then it's like, uh, and then Johnny is like, I think that I think we're gonna call you finally. I think. Uh, and then I show him a, a little calendar of myself. With uh, juicy pictures, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, he, he liked that. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that make it work. <laughs> I think, uh, I think he liked it. Like, okay, Kubi, and then I think we're gonna call you in a, in like a month. Wait for the call, and I was like, oh yeah, right, <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, they they do. They call me, and they're like, okay, I think we're gonna offer you a contract to come to WWE, and then uh, and then I went to WWE, and then. I think uh, it was kind of like the same situation with Psychosis and, and Super Crazy. I think the three of us, we were like looking for a job, but everybody separately, right? So they hired us together, and then they didn't know what to do with us. If maybe just push one guy or bring this guy, how they're going to bring it? And right. Then, and then how are we going to have the like, three guys that they... We hire, obviously we want to do something with them, but we don't know what the hell or what the right, fuck, right? right? right, right. So <laughs> I remember, and then in, and then uh, Vince, is like, it was Vince, it was uh, Chavo, it was Johnny Ace and myself. And then um, it's like, we'll be, um, we need a name for, for a group. I think we're gonna put it together. And then it's like, he called me and then was Vince there and like, uh, we want to know if you have a name for the group, and uh, and I was like, I don't know where. I say, what is cool? Okay, let's put cool. It's cool, right? So what about if we put Mexicals? And then uh, and then Vince didn't understood me and like, what? What do you say? <laughs> and Johnny is like, he say Mexicals, <laughs> and, jo and Vince is like popped his eyes and like. Oh, I like that. I like that name. It's pretty good. And then call everybody. Oh, you got to put this name here in the, in the screen. Oh, it's the Mexicos. And then that's how we came. And then we became the Mexicos. You know, what's funny is, is you're like, uh, like Stu Hart uh, or Macho Man. You have a very, imi people imitate your voice. That's fucking sweet, baby. I do the drop kicks and oh the fucking hip hop fan. That's sweet. <laughs> I just I just saw some more Joe doing something like that. On <laughs> yeah, Twitter. yeah. So so the Mexicals and I remember this. Uh, you guys are coming to the ring, kind of like on a lot like a giant lawnmower. 
uh, what was the kind of the concept of the Mexico? I never like it. Yeah. I always want to be juicy and try to, you know. Right. And it's now you're making like Mexican gardeners I'll, or something. Yeah, exactly. I want it to be like pretty much like uh, like Alberto the Rio gimmick. Yeah. Right? But the three of us. Right. So so I was telling my boys, uh, you know, let's try to be like dress nice, came to here. And then uh, I think, uh, I don't know what happened. I think they they took it in the wrong way. Super crazy, and then he, he was like, "Ah, uh, no, we don't like that. I think you're you you overrated, Kobe. I don't know, nah, nah, I don't think so." I'm like, "Come on, guys. I mean, let, I mean, Show give it a try. Yeah. You know, give it a try. Let's see how how it works. Ah, uh, we don't feel like it. It's not good. I don't think maybe it's good for us. But they, I I, I feel like they took it against me. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like uh uh, and I was like, damn, shit. I don't because you understood the show business. Yeah, as, exactly. And I, and I I wanted to give the Mexican people yeah. a little bit of respect. You yes. know what I mean? I don't want to be because they already knew about you know the Mexican garden and, and all of that. And and I think for me that was already born it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's like, no, let's try to give something different for the for the audience. The name is super cool. So why we don't go? For be that cool. line, right? Yeah. Be cool, and 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 then the the t-shirt was also like a like a like a garden machine and whatever lawnmower, yeah. lawnmower, and and uh, and I didn't like it, so I didn't really I didn't really feel like. It. And mm-hmm. then like, oh, you gotta put these costumes, and we try to make it cool, right? We cut it up, we put some bandanas, we put some glasses, we did, and, and, uh, but. Um, yeah, that was that was that was something that I never spoke about it. Um, am I gonna spoke it right now? And I never spoke about it because I don't like to like uh, talk bad. I never like to talk bad about people but yes. what, because when you talk bad about people, in a little bit you talk bad about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying too, though, because WWE was very. Um, it's, it's actually the wrestling business. Okay, here's some Mexican guys. So let's have them ride a lawnmower and have Mexican music that has to sound like mariachi, right? Right. <laughs> or, okay, let's say you're Japanese. Now you have to come to the ring and bow, and they have the bing, 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 bing. Like, yeah, yeah, why yeah, does yeah. it always have to be that? Exactly. Like you're Mexican, you're Japanese, you're Canadian, American. Who gives a shit? What's exactly. The, and I, I see your point completely because I would have been the same. Like the Mexican gardeners, really? <laughs> yeah. Is this what we're doing here? Yeah. So I, I get your point on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe the other guys are like, just let's just keep our jobs here. You're like, but we could be so much yeah, better. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. And is that why you had such a short run in WWE? No. Like I said, I remember then like the first week – and then they give us the uh, we got the name, and then we go into uh, TV in in California. Yeah, and there was like a, a little tour in California, and mayhem and Los Angeles, uh, uh, some cities in California. And then I was like, uh, that was the first time to actually uh, they gave me the mic. Oh, okay. And, and then uh, and then we cut a promo, and I was I was the speaker, so. We got a huge reaction, and then like a couple weeks later, like a week later, Vince, <laughs> I have a meeting with with all the superstars. It was uh, you were there. I was there. Okay. I know what you're gonna say, but yeah, you know the story. Okay, so 
he was like, oh, and then he was for about, uh, he was releasing people, or he was for about to release people. He's like, when you go home, you're going to remember the face of these guys. When I, I see, I wanted to see that face in you guys. You haven't, I haven't seen this shit in a long time. I want to, to see these guys, uh, the Mexican guys, how do they play in the ring and stuff like that. And we were like, holy shit, he's really saying that here? In front of everyone, you know? Yeah. And then I remember that was just uh, uh, Benoit, Eddie, and you, you came along with us and you were like, thumbs up, you know? Yeah, that's not a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. He actually said something else, too, that you might have forgotten. Yeah. He was talking about the, the, he always says, you know, grab the brass ring, make things happen. You know, anybody can be a world champion, man. I could see someday the Mexicals being the world champion in WWE. Mm -hmm. Three of them being being the world champion they're sharing the world championship this is what can you can you can happen to you in wwe and i remember thinking the f mexicals are not going to be the, the world heavyweight champion I'm like, <laughs> Hoobie's gonna love that <laughs> but he did say that though yeah i was yeah, right yeah. there when he said it yeah exactly exactly so how did that lead to you guys not being there anymore then well that's what i'm thinking what, what i'm saying before like i never spoke about this situation ah, so, gotcha so after that the week later, uh, psychosis, I was, uh, you know, I have this incident in Australia, right? The famous incident where yeah, there, exactly. yeah, there was some, yeah, there, there, yeah, we don't have to get into it, but uh, yeah. 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 So uh, there was some legal action taken, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I was like, okay, maybe I gotta, I gotta take a break. I gotta, I gotta be more mature. And then no, because we were crazy. Kid. Yeah. We were crazy because we were kids yeah exactly so yeah be more mature that's a good line exactly yeah. so i was like okay i'm gonna be super super mature super uh, just focus on my work i wasn't doing any type of drugs any nothing and then uh but psychosis was doing it and nobody knew not even myself because i wasn't even living with him or and 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 and, and super crazy wasn't even Knowing the same city, he was yeah. in TJ. Uh, super crazy was in uh, two hours away from Mexico City in Hidalgo. Or yeah, Hidalgo, uh, yeah. Hidalgo, and then um, myself in Mexico City. So we only see each other in, in, in TV and on TV. Yeah. So we really know what was everyone, who what it was doing everyone in their own city, right? But as I guess is, um, um, he missed a plane. Because uh, and he missed the connection because he um, he couldn't wake he couldn't get up from yeah. the plane and then they 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 uh, they could took it to the hospital ah gotcha and then they they find out he was a WWE wrestler and then they called the WWE and then WWE sent a li sent sent some I think it was a limousine I remember and then uh, pick up psychosis and then it's like I remember I was coming to the ring like. Hoobie, Johnny, it's Hoobie. What the hell happened? I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, oh, psychosis missed the house show on Sunday, and they call us, and he's in a in a, in a, in the hospital because he's full of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, no way. They're like, yeah, you didn't even know. I'm like. No, I don't live with him. You yeah, know, he yeah, lives yeah, in Tijuana. Yeah. So you're getting blamed, though. I yeah. got blamed like big time, mm -hmm. and then it's like. And then psychosis is like, oh, psychosis is gonna be here in two hours, and 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 Vince wants wants you to see the three of you guys, 
I was like, holy shit. You, and that was the week before we have this this meeting. Like, meeting and yeah. he put us over like yeah. big time. And then I was, oh God damn it, mm. really? Mm. No fucking way. So it was psychosis. It was super crazy and I was and I was in and myself on, on the and and it was just yelling uh beans to psychosis and psychosis was just like this. Mm. No no even like that. He was just like this. Looking at the ground. And I was like apologizing for him. Yeah. You know? And then I was like, Oh my God, what the hell is happening? Mm. You know, what the hell is happening? And and because of what I was trying to do and they took it wrong and then and then like a week later, it's true. And it's like I said, I don't like to you I don't never have to. I, 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 I yeah, you know, it's just it was terrible. Mm. It was terrible, you know, because I, I, I wanted to do something f for us, and then uh, I guess uh, I guess they uh, they didn't. I uh, didn't really didn't. He didn't really care. Mm -hmm. He was just doing doing whatever he was doing, mm -hmm. and he didn't. What after that happened? He was just on his own mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, on his own. And then and then he and then he took it. I guess he, they took it against me, mm -hmm. and then. Six months later, I have I have to go and get a a, a, a visa in Mexico, and then they give they didn't give it to me. Mm. That was so weird mm. because I was already working for WWE, right, 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 right. I already have this all these visas from WCW and all of that situation, and this is one of the things that I'm, that I talk about a little bit on 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 on, on my. On the upcoming uh, documentary, mm -hmm. to the, that was uh, yeah, we, just, we worked together, yeah, documentary, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and I never spoke about this because it's a very delicate situation, sure, you know. Sure. And I love psychosis, I love Nietzsche, yeah, you know. Your friends, and yeah. everybody, and everybody makes mistakes, you know. But in this moment, you know, where we really want to make it, and it still was happening, something like this, it really hurts, you know. Mm -hmm. It really hurts because I really want to go back and make a again a, a good statement, you know. And and um, so they didn't give me the visa, and then uh, and then they just wow yeah, and then I, and then they just let me go wow yeah, and then I didn't have a chance to go back because you didn't have a visa yeah because I didn't have a visa, and then it, and everything was so weird so mm. weird so weird Chris like so weird was it hard for you when you go from Mexico to the states and now you're in WCW and you're a big star in WCW and then you go to WWE and you're getting these chances at WWE. Was it hard to go back to Mexico? Uh, first of all, did the fans think of you as a bigger star? And did the guys in the dressing room, were they resentful towards you? Again, guys? The, the, the guys in the locker room. You understand what resentful means? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But what, what do you mean? In the My question was, was when you came back to Mexico after working in the States. Yeah, to, yeah, I got it. I got did, it. did the fans treat you as a bigger star? Yeah, WWE helps a lot. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so the fans are treating as a bigger star, but are the guys in the locker room kind of looking at you like... Yeah, yeah, that happened. Because yeah. I've seen this in Mexico, and I know oh, yeah, kind of yeah. the vibe there. And then I have to go to know my, my, my house, which is, I always call, call AAA my house because that's where I come from. Oh, AAA, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I, I, I came back, and I came back to, to CML where, because my dad mm. was working there. 
So, so you oh started AAA, yeah. but then you went back to CMLL. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that happened what you say. You know, they look at me like, and that was the old timer. That was like Bestia Salvaje, wow. that was, <laughs> Emilio Charles, Shocker. Oh, bro, I just saw a video. I worked with him, and then I was like, I, I working at an angle, like, you make my life difficult when I was in, back then. Now I'm oh. going to make your life difficult, you know? Right. <laughs> and then, uh, he didn't sell. They didn't sell nothing, Chris, like oh. a Japanese style. Like, and I know those like, guys. They didn't sell oh, for me yeah, when I first yeah. started, too. Yeah. Bestia was terrible. The big giant nose. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So you gotta, you actually, you gotta, you gotta uh, earn your, your spot mm. right there, right? So earn it again. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, let's, as we start to wind down here, uh, you mentioned a couple times that you wanted to dedicate your performance tonight to Eddie Guerrero. Right. Uh, what kind of an influence did Eddie have on you and, and, and why did you uh, want to dedicate your performance to him? I think because he was like, I mean, my dad was my, my, my first inspiration, right? Yeah. Because he was a, a wrestler and I uh, grew up with him. But the first guy that I ever saw, it was like, this guy is special. This guy is something that no other Mexican is doing. What is he was doing? It was doing like, uh, combining the Japanese style with the American style, and then uh, and then uh, with the lucha style, he was strong guy, yes. like a really really effective, really, very technical, very very beautiful. Uh, and then I was like, I want to be like him, you know? Right. right. I want to be like him. I wanna I wanna I wanna showcase like him. And then and then I think I got a I got a lot of influence from him, like a, a lot. So. That's why I always kind of like. Did he give you advice? Yeah, obviously. Advice that you remember? Um, because it's not like a, oh, you gotta put this whole like. Yeah, thing, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean, but no, just by how to how to um, how to roll in a company, right? How to be professional? How to be mm-hmm. like respectful? You know, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Benoit was another guy that was like teaching us, you know, clean the rock, clean the locker room, you know, stuff like that, you know, and that, that, yeah, that. I know that Eddie specifically because Eddie was Mexican American. I, I felt that he always took great uh, extra responsibility for all of you guys. Yeah, there were so many luchadors for, for a while that I was thinking the other day we mentioned psychosis and, 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 and Hoovy and, and Ray, but then there was you mentioned the Villanos. I remember like Liz Mark Jr. I'm like, what the fuck? Liz Mark Jr. Like Everybody was there for a while. Yeah. But Eddie, I felt kind of had a responsibility for you guys. Yeah, big time. That's what I miss about him. And um, he won always to be a family, you know, together, even in WWE, right? It's like, you guys got to be strong, got to be together, uh, help each other. But that didn't happen, unfortunately, mm-hmm. with the, with the Mexicos specifically. Right, 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 right. Because they had the LWO for a short period. Of yeah, time exactly. W and all that sort of thing. So now in Mexico, and once again, it was great to have you here tonight. And I noticed now, because once again, we don't have to get too far into it. But working in AEW is now allowing you to work in many other places in the states, and you have appearances in Las Vegas and all these other places. So. Um, is the idea to start working more in the States now? Because I know pre-pandemic, this whole last year has been just a wash for everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've always been like uh, very um, constantly booking in, in the in the, in the in the US. 
obviously now that uh, they saw me here, obviously they uh, it's gonna be huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna already they calling me for more 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 oh, dates yeah? and stuff oh, nice. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 happy. I'm I'm grateful, and that's why I try to keep myself, you know, in the gym and busy and all, and all of that. And the people they don't understand it. It's very difficult to continue at this point, like like yourself and myself, and and be performing at this at this point. But I think uh, I think I did, I did, we did a pretty uh, good work together yeah. tonight. You know, I think I think about people doesn't even know how difficult it is. Like even like I I was telling you, uh, I missed the flight last night, so I gotta yes, right. I gotta stay in a different city. Wake up, only sleep maybe six hours, you and go then the go again. direct yeah, to the that's airport. The, that's the shit and then, that happens. That's the shit, and then, and then it's like, this is your biggest match, your comeback for years, and then it's like, it's like, it's a stressful, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my, people don't even, they don't even know what the hell we're going through. That's right. And so, and, but I, when I was last night, I was like, well, there's nothing you can do now. Right. You know, just relax, do your best, and then, uh, and then it's like okay, and then rock and roll, you know. And then, uh, like I said, you were like, "Oh, is this gonna be more like a fight?" And then we were going to the match. <laughs> this is not a fight. This is a fucking lucha. It was like great. <laughs> it was great too. Last night uh, when when you missed your flight, I was talking to one of the office guys, to Chris Harrington, and he's like, "Yeah, we got him on this flight, and it's gonna get him at three. I'm like three thirty. I said, "We gotta get an earlier flight." He said, "Well, he's on standby." I was like that i went on my own phone i was sitting right in this chair and i looked up the airlines i was like look this flight gets them in at one o'clock let's book this one well i'll check i said i'll buy it myself i'll pay for it right i didn't have to but i was like just book him on the flight right he doesn't want to get here at 3 30 exactly which, and i don't want him to get here at yeah exactly you know it's been 21 you, years man, and i yeah. know this guy but like give him a break man you know yeah <laughs> exactly do that right yeah what was it, what did you think uh, when you got to AEW and, and obviously you're kind of you're you're a vet but you're the new guy because there's not a lot of did, did you know some of the people here was it did was everyone cool to you how was it to come to AEW tonight that was that was great that was actually great that was like the the way I picture because you know being in this business for three generations obviously I know the three generation ago like Casarian, like uh, like uh, um like yeah yeah BC, like yeah. you know yeah, chris like, daniels chris you daniels. recognize halfway through <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like he looks like a guy is a manager is like a, in in wwe i was like is he here with <laughs> the ball guy he was in the nwa remember yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah totally yeah so i was like no i don't think it's here and then i look Oh, that's Christopher Daniels. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. And then, uh, um, yeah, so many guys that obviously Malenko and uh, um, mm-hmm. all the Chavo. Chavo. But there's a lot of guys, though, that were saying they're very excited, like Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Uh, uh, Angelico. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Phoenix. And I don't know if you, I'm sure you know Phoenix and Pentagon. Yeah, but yeah, they yeah. were like, oh, who is coming? This is so exciting. Yeah. Because what we don't realize yeah. is that there are, <laughs> it's so up to even think this because I still think I'm 18 years old. There are guys in this company who grew up, yeah, watching our matches exactly. And now we're here, and it's like I really was so excited to see your match. I'm yeah, like like, oh, a, we're, like we're, a fan, right? Yeah, yeah like you yeah. know, because uh, 20 years ago I loved your match. I'm like, well, I hope you enjoyed it 20 <laughs> years later. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's also I th- I'm not sure if I mentioned this or not. That's why we were talking about your music, uh, and some people are suggesting using your old WCW 
you know, Mexican music. And I was like, I don't want that. I don't want this to be a, a trip to the past. Right. I want this to be, yes, they had a rivalry 21 years ago, and here we are 20 years later, and they still don't like each other, and that's why MGF brought them in. So when you're using your new music, to me that shows this is the – updated version updated, of yeah, exactly. to wrestle the updated version of Jericho. Exactly. You know, because when, when somebody suggested, well, why don't we use Hoovy's WCW? I said, then why don't you use my WCW music too then? Why don't yeah. I come out in, the, in tights from 1998? Like, that's not what we're selling here. And I don't think we did that. It's like yeah. we took the, the the rivalry to the modern era. Exactly. exactly. You know? Yeah. So... So we'll go back to your question. Yeah, I mean, just I just feel great. I feel like uh, uh, really uh, grateful and uh, just want to say thank you, Chris, like here in front of you. Thank you very much for this opportunity because I feel like uh, they really uh, give us the respect they perhaps we deserve, you yes. know, in a way, you know, and, uh, you know, for I have to go and get like, that was not like... Um, First, I gotta go all this paperwork to get a uh, the visa, right? The first visa, the 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 visa, and then that was a lot of paperwork, interview with the immigrant uh, immigration yeah. lawyers, and, and you had like, to fly across yeah, the country. Yeah. But I think it was important because you know if you have a a, a company as strong as AW, even when it's new, it's it's, it's already strong, um, backing you up. To have a, a a visa, I was like, why don't I don't get a, a visa myself? I like a tourist visa. I'm like, no, this is like a business visa, and uh, and uh, and a tourist visa. And I was like, okay, yeah, it's true. So they they actually they did a pretty good job. They sent me all these documents, they translated mm -hmm. and all of that. They, I mean, they put a lot of effort, and then they put a. I gotta go and get my fingerprints to Hermosillo, which is like. Almost the same long as Tijuana. <laughs> I gotta go back one day, and then I gotta go another for another day to get the final interview with the consul. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, oh, "Hopefully he get it right." Yeah, well, that's the thing. There, there was no. And once again, so people listening, there was no guarantee that who yeah. would be here tonight. Yeah, and we have. This was not an idea that came up two weeks ago. We've been working on this for months. Exactly. And we, you just got your visa on Monday, right? Exactly on Monday. On Monday, uh, yeah. On Wednesday, and this because is after, you want me to bring like the the Wednesday before. Yes, this is after months of working. So this is yes. not easy just to get a visa to be yeah. on dynamite. And then I flew the day before, and then the custom took three hours. So I gotta stay over, and then I gotta rush today. And you know what's so funny here. is that last night I got here at about 10 o'clock and I saw Pentagon in the hallway. Yeah. He was going to the venue because he was late too because he was also held up in Houston. But right. he was on an earlier Houston flight but missed his connection right. and then the next flight and then you were on the next flight and it's like these Houston, Mexicos, yeah. you got to come earlier. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Maybe the day before. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, last question for you, man. This has been great talking to you. Um of all the matches you've had, is there one that stands out to you as your favorite match, the best match that you've ever had over the last 25 years of your career? Oh, uh, that's a very uh, difficult question. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a special matches, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know, but but uh, um, oh, obviously, your the match that I have with you with the, the, 
because meaning because the rivalry that we have they when I lost the mask. Oh yeah, yeah. And I have a lot of with Dre, but there was like so they maybe quite a few that I don't remember one in particular. You know what I mean? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. And then WWE, like I, I really, I have really good matches on the house shows where they were like not don't telling you yeah, what to yeah, do. Yeah. So I was always having fun and 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 performance the way I want to and uh, on the house shows. But when I was on TV, it was very short it, it very yeah, short and no no like very restricted and, yeah. and no no i didn't feel comfortable myself mm-hmm. too so i don't uh, i don't i don't i don't remember so i think that the more memorable one was when i when i love you know it's funny so lance storm he uh had a wrestling school for a long time and now he does um if you send him your match he'll analyze your match okay he'll give you a review and he'll make notes of what you did right and what you did wrong. Okay. So just a couple months ago, I said, "Well, let's do that with me. Pretend you don't know me, and let me <laughs> let's do one of my matches, and not one of the first ones, and not one of the latest ones." So I picked you and I from the Super Bowl mass match. Okay. So Lance gave his review of all the notes of things that he oh, thought really? we did right and things we thought we did wrong. But it was cool to watch. I hadn't seen that match in a long time, and watching it back, it's a great match. It really is all the way across the board, all the yeah. way through. But I hadn't seen it since probably that night that we did it. And that I always say, if you said to me, what's your what's your best match in WCW? That one always comes to mind instantly. The mass match with Hoovy. That's wow. one of the ones. So that's uh, and, and a memorable one is tonight as well. Uh, a great seeing you again. Yeah. And, and working with you again, man. And uh, it's been awesome talking to you. So uh, thank you. I just want to say thank you to, to Tony Khan and, yes. and Cody Rhodes and uh all the people, you know, the young bucks, I know they're, they're part of, you know, the team. And all, all um, you know, the the migration mm-hmm. uh, team, Mega. Mega, yeah. Obviously, yeah, the travel guy, uh, Christo, Chris, Chris Harrington, Chris Charlie Harrington. was involved. Yeah, yeah exactly. Charlie, all, I mean, thank you. I'm really, really thankful, grateful. And I hope this is not the, the last time. I hope uh, we can I have agree. a we can have another another uh opportunity to 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 be here i'm really happy this is the place to be it's something really unique it's something uh, uh outstanding something how do they treat the the the, the people like you and me and the legends and, and the new guy how do they put all this together you know the the main event tonight with uh with Cody with, and, with Cody uh, and Black, yeah, and exactly. Yeah. You know how do they now they do it in this angle with the with uh, with uh, um, uh, Chavo helping Andrade and the Lucha Brothers. All this is unique, you know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, and I think uh, I think uh, I mean I think I can I can fit perfectly, and I hopefully they they, they mm-hmm. give me a good opportunity and a good chance. I will do my best. It was a great start tonight. Thank you, my friend. Good Appreciate seeing it. you, my man. My man, love you, Chris. I love you too, buddy.